Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I had to show Victoria a TikTok slash Vine um, that came from <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Came from us having technical difficulties in the sound check of this episode. How do I turn the bell? The bell. Yeah. I, I was... don't know how the sound came on my watch. Yeah. It's never been on. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird stuff's happening today. Are, are we okay? Are you okay? I'm not okay, but <laughs> it's fine. Care to share? Um, well, mentally, I'm fine. Like, mentally, I'm great this week. Yeah. But my body <coughs> is just fighting everything that I'm trying to do to help her. Yeah. Good luck um, editing this one, editing out your coughs. I'm probably not going to be able to um, edit, all of them. edit all of them. So I do apologize in advance. I am fighting a mystery illness that um, has been confirmed for the third time to not be COVID. Yeah, literally three tests. Um, and so I had to get tested again because I just wanted to see my doctor. And they were like, well, you have to have negative COVID results to come in person. Understandable. I get mm-hmm. it. But I've been tested twice already. Yeah. They're like, no, it needs to be within five days. And I was like, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then... Not only do I not see anybody in person, even after my results come back <laughs> negative, I have to do another phone, like a phone appointment where they try to diagnose you over the phone. Yeah. Which does, isn't super helpful in this circumstance. Yeah. They really need to like listen to your lungs. Yeah. So they want me to do a chest x-ray and they think it might be pneumonia. So that's fun. Yeah. It doesn't sound <laughs> good. I feel for you especially at night when I can hear you through both of our closed doors god it's so bad I feel so like I hate it Mm. it's just so uncomfortable and just so not within my control yeah definitely not but but other than that I'm doing great how are you I've had a harder mental week I know last week I was like I'm doing so good blah 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 um, it's definitely just hormones for me that totally control and, and mandate how I'm feeling. So I started shedding my uterine lining today. Same. That <laughs> We're such twins. So synced up at this point. But that uh, definitely is the reason why I've been just full of self-doubt mm-hmm. all week. Like not even it's I mean, it's it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're dealing with it. I got in my car today and just drove. I was like, I don't have anywhere I need to be. There's nothing on my calendar for work. Yeah. I need to not sit in my room for another whole day. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I put on like some older music from my childhood. Well, not my childhood, like my teenage years. Is this what prompted the nostalgia thing? Yeah. (laughs) We can talk about that. But um, yeah, it just got me in a mood. I went through like my old neighborhood that I grew up in and like my I drove by but like my best friend's house and mm-hmm. texted them and I was just like I just am really thankful for the memories we had there I'm, I'm, I'm emotional because I'm you know PMSing and a woman I'm a woman so it um, but yeah it was good to just reach out to them and be like 
Hey, thanks. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> Insert Fallout Boy song. Exactly. That's very much what I've been listening to all week. Um, because somebody on TikTok, like, I, it's not even somebody I follow. It was just on my For You page. was like, I made a public Spotify playlist. Oh, those are my favorite. And you can contribute to it. And it's, like, called... I can't. I don't even know what it's called, but I immediately searched for it. And it's just all emo music from my I love youth. That. Um, so that's what I've been listening to. <laughs> I love it. What have you consumed lately? Um, that you want to recommend? Pretty much all I'm consuming these days are Twitch streams. Yeah, I was gonna say you're streaming it up. I can't. I can't stop. Yeah. So Do I, you realize now what my obsession was with like so, three years ago? <laughs> yeah. So I started watch I started watching Twitch streams <clears throat> a while ago <clears throat> because one of my TikTokers was streaming all the time. Mm-hmm. And he was streaming a game called Valorant, which I had never heard of before. Mm-hmm. And so I only started watching him. <laughs> and then I started realizing there's so many other people on the app. Yeah, so <laughs> many people on Twitch now. And then it was also around the same time that like Among Us blew up. Yeah. And Corpse, aka Bay. Yeah. Daddy Corpse. Up. Um and so I started really watching like their Among Us streams and everything. <clears throat> and then as you know last night I was watching a stream <laughs> and you were laughing for a solid 10 minutes. I was like, okay, I have to I have to go see what this is about. Oh my god, it was so freaking funny. So his it's JC Kalen. I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he streams now too. And last night he was streaming as Santa Claus. Like he was dressed up as Santa. (laughs) He had one of his friends um, with him dressed up as Buddy the Elf. Oh my gosh. And they had like a wheel that they were spinning that had different amounts of money on it. Mm. And basically what they were doing is they were spinning the wheel and then he was finding streamers on Twitch Mm -hmm. that had less than like 50 viewers. So small, str- you know, and like streamers. bombing them with all his viewers. And so, well, he didn't want to do that at first, like because oh. that would that started stressing them out. Oh, okay. Because they were like, I ah, have like ah. ten people. Why do I have hundreds now? Yeah, okay. Um, but so he'd pop in and then he'd donate them whatever amount the wheel land landed on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was just so awesome to watch because I know a lot of them do give back and everything, but mm-hmm. to actually watch him do that, yeah, it was just really cool because you're seeing their reactions live. But the very first one he did that I was dying about, he was, he found this woman and she was somewhere, I don't know where she was, but she was speaking Portuguese. How did they know it was Portuguese? Did like somebody comment and like tell them? Yeah, somebody mm-hmm. commented like, because he thought she was speaking Spanish at oh, first okay. and he speaks speak Spanish mm-hmm. and then they were like, that's not Spanish, that's Portuguese. And he was like, oh, whatever, that's fine. Like, I'm sure she'll still like say something like, thank you. Like, we'll be able to get some reaction yeah. out of her. Yeah. But he didn't change the, 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 what's it called? The currency? <laughs> yeah, he didn't change the currency type. Uh-huh. So when he went to donate her, it landed on $100. When he mm-hmm. went to donate her $100, he actually only typed in a dollar. Oh, and then everyone in the comments was like, you only did a dollar. So he's like panicking, trying to fix it. And then he did 99, but it was only 99 cents. No. So he only gifted this one person one dollar and ninety nine <laughs> and they're just like thanks yeah it was just in pure. another language like yeah it so was funny. pure chaos so and then cute. he was drinking every time someone said thank you oh my god and then he was taking a shot if they said five thank yous 
Like, oh my god! So, how long he, did this last? Because he was be... streaming for two hours oh doing god. this, Holy and I moly. think he ended up donating like close to three thousand dollars. Nice to different people. That's so fun! What a just exciting time. Yeah, so that was like the most enjoyable time I've had on Twitch so far because mm-hmm. it was so funny and it was just so nice. Because like right now is just a hard time for people. Yeah, for sure. I have always loved Twitch. As soon as I found out about it, I was like, this is right up my alley because I used to love, like, since I was a kid, I just liked watching people play video games. I don't particularly like to play because I'm never very good or coordinated at it. Mm -hmm. It depends on the game. Like, I would play Zelda and stuff like that, but not much of a gamer myself. Love being, like, the co-pilot, though. Like, helping somebody if it's like a puzzle type game or like you got to like figure things out I'm like yeah let's do that for hours and hours and hours that is very entertaining to me to watch people play video games so I will just sit there for hours yeah and like sometimes they start streaming while I'm working and I just (laughs) put it on turn it on yeah it's I love. It's a perfect background noise for me if I'm doing other things. You used to ask me sometimes, like, <laughs> what is the noise coming from your room? And I'm like, oh, I left on a stream. Like, yeah. my bad. <laughs> well, and especially because if they get like really loud and they're just like yelling, <laughs> which happens all the time. Now I know. Yeah. But like when you're not used to it, it's very confusing. <laughs> we would like be out here watching TV or watching a movie for like a couple hours, and then all of a sudden we'd just be like, what is that noise? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, forgot I left a stream on. Yeah. And they're still going. Yeah. Because a lot of times it just ends and then it's just quiet. Yeah. So. Very weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've been watching a lot of different streams, a lot mm. of different streamers. Yeah. Um, I actually just got gifted a, like a, a sub- sub- subscription. To a particular person. To JC. Nice. So I was super excited about that. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been consuming for the most part. I also started a new show, which is on HBO, called The Flight Attendant. Have you heard about it? Mm-mm. So it stars Kaylee Cuoco, and oh, I'm um, not a huge fan of her. What's his name? Um, Dax Shepard had her on to like oh. promote the show. She sounds really cool, like just as a normal person, but I'm not a super fan of like her as an actress. Yeah, either. Which is why, like, I kind of went into it like I'm probably not gonna like this, mm-hmm. but I fucking love it. Yeah. Um, it's so good. So I mean, given the title, it's about a flight attendant. <laughs> she's a hot mess of a person. Like, yeah. She's an alcoholic. She's like got a lot of trauma that like she has like blocked from her memory Mm -hmm. like just a very messy person um and then she meets a guy on one of her flights has a one-night stand with him and wakes up and he's dead yeah and (laughs) she it's like pure chaos in the best ways I absolutely love it um I I do want to check it out it has one of the girls from the show girls in it not one of the main girls um I can't think of what her name was. She wasn't one of the main four, I don't think. But anyways, I really like her. And then it also has um, Lilith from the new Sabrina series. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like that actress as well. So it's very good. It's based on a book. Uh, One of the reviews that I read Mm -hmm. is that it's very close to what the book is. So Mm -hmm. it it doesn't change too much from that, which... 
I enjoy. I don't like when movies or TV shows stray too much from the source material. Yeah. It always kind of bothers me. Yeah. So it's, again, one of those things where it's, like, I hope it start, it stays as, like, a limited, like, mini series, and, and they, they don't, don't do multiple it. seasons. Yeah. I think about one of the top shows that, like, comes to my head that was based off a book is Vampire Diaries because they went so immediately, like, away from the books. Yeah. The books are – I read all of them, I think. They're massive. <laughs> so you would think there's a ton of material for them to pull from. But, like, the way that they did the show worked yeah. so much better, I think, than if they tried to stick with the storyline of the books. Interesting. So that I is one that I, one. I was in favor of. They really just only used, like, the first book just to set up kind of the characters and their relationships and then completely – interesting went in different directions yeah it's interesting because you rarely hear that that like them coming up with their own like plots or like whatever Mm -hmm. like their own stories are better than the books usually the books are better in my opinion yeah yeah but I mean the books like that series wasn't my favorite because I mean if you listen to last week's episode if you haven't yet just listen to it um I'm really proud of that episode by the way I think it's one of our best ones. I really? Mean, just saying. Wow. Yeah. I think we did a good job with it. Interesting. Wow. I, ha- I haven't gotten any feedback from anyone that's <laughs> checked it out, so I don't even know if anyone's listening. But and if you hated it, don't tell us. Just I'm kidding. listening. That's what's important because I'm a narcissist. <laughs> Why do you think I started the podcast? Yeah. Why do you think I was immediately down to just sit here and talk to you? Two narcissists at the table. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I started rewatching for like the millionth time Laguna Beach. Oh yeah, I voted on your thing you to did, do that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, I just said earlier, I've been in like a really low kind of mental place, self doubty, and and no matter what, I'm like trying to. Sh- I'm very aware that it's like that. I'm just not. I'm grumpy, and I don't want everything irritates me. Um, so I'm like doing everything I can to like force a good mood, and like. And not that I'm faking it, like, but I'm just like, I know that this isn't going to last forever, so I'm going to try to yeah. get well, over it. true. You fake it till you make it yeah. sometimes. And yeah. like, like me, like, <clears throat> as you can tell, I'm struggling right now to talk, <laughs> but it's like, I literally force myself, like, whatever's going on with this illness, like, is not going to keep me from, like, just doing my normal stuff mm-hmm. you know like it'd be so easy to be like oh I don't feel good so I'm not gonna work out or I'm not gonna still eat right and stuff mm-hmm. <clears throat> or like I'm gonna call out of work even though I work from home yeah and I did that <laughs> one time just to sleep for four hours yeah it wasn't like, even a whole day yeah you're just like I have no energy yeah but like you <laughs> really do fake it and you really do just it, a lot of what's going on with us is always is very mental totally and, like the power of like your brain mm-hmm. and like, you just don't realize it, you know? Yeah. So I'm, like, doing all the little <laughs> tricks that I can, trying to keep running and working out regularly, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> taking sc- breaks from screen time to read my books or, you know, meditate, do different things. Today I burned sage and gave myself a little physical cleansing. Um, but Laguna Beach is definitely, like, kind of just a feel-good show for me like it takes me back to a much simpler time and it kicked me off into this whole nostalgic like I just want it to be 2006 again (laughs) um and you know put on my Hollister jeans not that I have any anymore but 
layer my tank tops and straighten the crap out of my hair kind of thing um but yeah so back to me driving around today listening to old music I was listening to like randomly the flaming lips came on okay do you yeah. And I remembered <laughs> that I was on this soccer team, the same, like the same group, core group of girls and our coach, because like it was club soccer. So we could like request the coach that we wanted every year that we signed up. Mm-hmm. And so if we were, if, if you didn't request, you just got put like on a random team, which I did a couple years, but then I found a coach that I really liked. And so I was on the same team from like middle school to the, the end of high school. And we used to name our teams, like, so obscurely. Okay. <laughs> like, one year we were the Flaming Lips <laughs> as, like, eighth graders. <laughs> <coughs> um, and it just put me, it, like, sent me down this random train of thought train to remember some of my team names from soccer. <laughs> and it was usually, like, based off the color that we were. And so, mm-hmm. like, one year we were the tropical lawnmowers what the fuck because we were green oh <laughs> uh, yeah i don't know why um one year we were the grapes of wrath because we were purple <laughs> and the flaming lips i think you guys were very literal yeah i don't know what like we were such weird kids like that core group of us and our coach was just like yeah whatever and you always had to like because you would take like team pictures so we had to have like a backdrop or like a Mm-hmm. a poster thing usually made out of felt like am i triggering memories for other people who played sports as a kid it was like made out of felt on like pvc pipes and we had like pick like our own little soccer ball or something with our names on it that was behind us when we took the picture so we had like one year it was a lawnmower like soaring across the sky <laughs> on fire with our names on it on fire Oh, no, 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 no. Those, that was the flaming lips that we were just lips on fire. We were the tro- the tropical lawnmowers. And then <laughs> a few years after the first tropical lawnmowers, we got green again because we were just randomly assigned the color. So we were like, I don't know, nothing's going to beat the tropical lawnmowers. So we said the return of the tropical lawnmowers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good times. I can't really think of any of our other random ones those are the best three well four technically um because the lawnmowers they came back (laughs) we weren't even really that great of a team either like Eh. we just had so much fun and the weird thing is i don't i never really kept in touch with any of them Mm -hmm. so it'd be so weird to like find someone randomly who was like yeah i was on the tropical lawnmowers team too what a weird connection yeah maybe i should put it on tiktok and be like all right tiktok find these people find someone from my team this was the i don't even remember which year we were though so i'd have to go back through like my i don't know photo albums or something oh my gosh photo albums Mm -hmm. yeah i was just thinking (laughs) i don't know if this is nostalgia but i was just (laughs) thinking about how i have so many dvds yeah. And what am I going to do with them? I guess, <laughs> like, literally. I, yeah, I was trying dust. to move them because I want to, and now that I'm going to get a Peloton, I need to make some room. <laughs> so bougie. So I was trying to get rid of one of my, like, bookshelf things, mm-hmm. and I was just going to combine them all. And I'm like, why do I even have all these DVDs? What's the point? What am I going to do with them? I don't know. It's not even like 
you know how like vinyl made a comeback yeah and, like, they're not going to i don't think dvds are going to it's literally in five years every tv is just going to be a smart tv and you're not even going to need like a third like a usb connected yeah. streaming thing it's just going to be just be straight on the tv in the cloud yeah I don't know. So. I know, but yeah, my really nice bookshelf takes up a lot of room with DVDs. <laughs> and like I have cheap IKEA bookshelves taking up like holding my actual books. Yeah. So, I agree. I don't know. And you have a lot of unopened DVDs on your stool. I have a few unopened ones, yeah. <coughs> cuz they're like box sets of TVs like True Bloods and they're unopened and it's like yeah. cuz I could just watch it on HBO. HBO. Yeah. And I just, I think maybe it is like nostalgia. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it is like wanting to hold on to them for the memories. Yeah. Because like a lot of mine, I don't have a ton, Mm -hmm. but like a lot of mine are like Disney, like classics, like Little Mermaid and Peter Pan and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a ton of VHS. Like we had almost every Disney on VHS. Yeah. Um, My sister, I think, has them because she... Well, maybe I don't know maybe they'll be worth money someday who knows because Disney's weird like that yeah like, oh my god you have a VHS of Cinderella wow yeah um so I don't know like it's just a weird thing that I think we're just trying to hold on to yeah I'm like I could give them to Salvation Army or Goodwill or whatever but then it's like who but then has them yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it kind of worries me um yeah it's just like I don't even know the lot we've never used a DVD since we lived here. I no. used them a few times at my last place, but I literally packed up th- these DVDs like when I moved into my last place and I didn't unpack them for like a year. Yeah. So it's just like... It's so strange. <laughs> yeah. My mom has a lot more. These are like the ones that I wanted from her collection. Yeah. <laughs> basically, because she used to work for Best Buy So she would get them, like, stupid cheap, and, like, every holiday we'd get a ton of new movies. Yeah. um, Because she'd, like, buy them on Black Friday or just get them discounted uh, with her employee discount. And so we would always, like, every Christmas we'd open up a ton of new movies and just, like, watch them that day. Yeah. I mean, we'd watch them other times, too, but that was, like, a tradition that we had was, like, which new movie do we want to watch? Yeah. And I, like, growing up for me, like, my tradition was every Friday – me and my dad would go to Blockbuster mm-hmm. and I'd get to rent whatever movie I wanted. Nice. And I think for like five years straight, every Friday I rented um, Spice World. <laughs> for five years straight. <laughs> and my dad hated it so I much. I had that on VHS for yeah. sure. And I watched it a lot. Like that movie doesn't even make any sense. No, yeah. I've rewatched it as a... 20 something adult and <laughs> I was like what the fuck no what no wonder my dad was so pissed I yeah, got it that movie week. makes zero sense um but I could quote it like <laughs> me and my best friend when you know we were super into Spice Girls at that age um she was always posh and I was always baby um <laughs> we would literally actually she went through a ginger phase and a scary phase I was just always baby I was always posh but that was just because her name was Victoria um, so I just always wanted to be her she's pretty much the coolest one anyway like she's she was the most stylish let's be real 
they were all pretty like stylish though and yeah. like their style is definitely In making a right comeback now. yeah absolutely. like that's what's so crazy is, is like half the kids that are wearing this stuff don't even know who the spice girls are oh that's wild isn't to that think about. crazy to yeah. think about mm-hmm. i saw something oh, i wish i could remember i wish i screenshotted it but it was basically something like people that are people that were born in 2005 don't even know that something exists Mm. and I was just like wow yeah well Laguna Beach was like 15 years ago I think maybe 16 years ago yeah that's crazy and I remember thinking that's what my life is gonna be like in high school and mine like kind of a little (laughs) bit was I was definitely like aspiring Lauren Conrad LC um I was not rich at all not by any means so like it was very far-fetched that I thought that I was them. But we, I had a group of girls that our lives were very much drama-filled like that. Interesting. Yeah. And we dressed exactly like them. Weird. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, looking back on it right now, like, oh, my God, I, tr- I tried to emanate this. And I, I don't even think I, like, really realized it at the time. Well, I don't – I think everyone was. Yeah. I think everyone wanted – that was what was in. Yeah. It like, was – they were a couple years older than us when the show was first airing. Yeah. Um. So I think maybe it was like a freshman – what year was it? 2004. I think it was a freshman. Um, And thinking like when I was watching it in real time, I'm like, yeah, they're so much older than me. Like I can't wait, blah, blah, blah. Now looking back on it, like they've always in my brain seemed older to me, older mm-hmm. than me to me. Yeah. And now I'm like trying to, it's really weird like experience to try to think of them yeah. as 17 year olds. Yeah. Now. Cause I'm like, no, but they're older than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like they did, the MTV tried to do a really good job of not making it look like they were drunk all the time because they were at these house parties and hotel yeah. parties and stuff. Because they never actually showed people like pouring shots or chugging beers, but they were drunk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. And I mean, they're all like surfers. Like yeah. they're high. high. Yeah. I think there was just one, there was one episode I was watching last night and I'm like, he's so stoned right now. Steven? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Steven was always stoned. Always yes. high. Oh my gosh. So funny. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I don't know, like, I'm, like, trying to think of, like, other TV shows. Well, because, like, I feel like that was, like, the first, like, reality TV show about, like, teenagers. I think so. Because, like, all the other reality TV shows were, like, there was, like, celebrity ones or, like, dating ones, but there wasn't ones showing teenagers. No. I mean, the closest we had was probably, like, The Real World or, like, episodes of True Life that were kind of like that or my super sweet 16 but you didn't like follow usually the same yeah people the same like main characters yeah um and just like it blew up it was also like I think that was a show that like me and my mom really bonded over because it was on all the time like Mm -hmm. reruns of it every day on MTV and I would just watch it I'd seen the episode like 15 times and I just it's on I'm gonna watch it (laughs) and my so my mom like by proxy was forced to watch a lot of it but she really started getting into it and like then when they had the spinoffs of like the hills and the city like my mom was all <laughs> about it so we would have like our viewing nights when it would come on I never watched the city I did watch the hills my mom really liked Whitney 
like while she was on the hill so she was super stoked that she got her own show she's like she's just not she doesn't care about all the clubs and the partying and blah 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 like i really like her she's she's such a good girl so we definitely watched it um Mm. and now my mom is like obsessed with reality shows like the housewives and anything on bravo yeah i mean same so (laughs) i don't i don't really watch any of those i'll go through like phases of wanting to watch some like a reality show yeah but not usually my go-to I have a hard time with sh- just shows in general, I think. Like, I'm not mean? watching iZombie anymore. <laughs> what? So- it's been a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I, I can't stick with them long enough to, like, I think it's my ADHD. Like, I just, I, wa- I watch a lot of YouTube, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I found this um, channel this week. I can't believe I haven't mentioned it yet. I can't even think of what her name is right now. Um, but she lives in Sweden mm-hmm. and she just like lives in very, very north rural area mm-hmm. in like the middle of the woods in a cabin. And it's just so fascinating to me. That sounds so scary. Well, she has a husband and some dogs. Okay. And well, a, she has a cow, but her cow doesn't live with her in the winter because it's too cold for her, I guess. But in the summer, what is the the cow has a winter apartment at least? <laughs> she goes to like another farm oh. where she won't die. The cow doesn't, li- the cow doesn't live with her. <laughs> the cow just, you know, t- stop, he goes on Rumspringa. Stops renting its room for yeah. the winter. I realize how weird that sounded now. She has a cow, but like the cow goes away to college. <laughs> Um, no, she goes and stays on like another farm where it's not as frigid. Interesting. <clears throat> but yeah, she just vlogs her life and like her accent is, her voice is so soothing. Her videos are pretty cinematic. Um, and last night I watched her try for three days to carve a hole in the ice of this lake that they live on so she could take an ice bath. That was it. That was the, the vlog. <laughs> And she has viewers, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, they have like a jewelry business where they like Smith metal jewelry that they sell. And she paints and she sells that. But yeah, YouTube is just her life. That's so crazy. Yeah. How do people get viewers on shit like that? I don't know. I follow another girl who lives in a cabin, a tiny house in the woods that she's like renovating. I fall into, like, two people who live out of their vans. This is, it's a goal and a dream. I don't think I could live out of a van. To, like, live that simply. I don't think I could I do have it. too much stuff. Yeah. And I, it, that's why it's so fascinating to me is that I really should not have as much stuff as I have. Yeah. And I'd like to scale down. <laughs> I try, and then I just still have more stuff. Mm-hmm. It's impossible, I think. I mean, it's obviously possible because people are doing it, but... <laughs> yeah, but, like, Marie Kondo's, like, if you don't feel any joy from this thing, you should just get rid of it. I feel joy from all the things that I have. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have them. Mm-hmm. They give me joy at some point. Is it consistent every day? Probably not. That's that's a good point. I mean, those DVDs are not bringing me joy. They're bringing me joy to think about them and, like, how nostalgic it is yeah because it's pretty cool that like we I mean for the vhs comparison my sister has like all of them still 
Yeah. So maybe someday it would be cool to be like, yeah, I have that on DVD. <laughs> I have a physical not. copy of that. Because like a lot of things are very like abstract for us nowadays. Yeah. And that's why I'm very, this is, I buy books, mm-hmm. like physical books. Me too. I, I tried the electronic books and it's I can't do audible. Me. I mean, like I, it seems way more um, time conserving because you can listen to it while you do other things, right? Like mm-hmm. you could do it while you're cleaning, showering, things like that. Mm-hmm. No, there's nothing will ever be like a physical book and yeah. having it in your hands. See, I do audible and physical mm. books. I do like an audio book because I like podcasts. So when I'm like bored of the podcast that I have and yeah. don't really want to like deep dive into another diff- like brand new one, I just get a book or like. I have a subscription, so I have a ton of credits on there. I also realized this is a fact for anybody who might use Audible. You can exchange your book like, and keep a credit. So when you're done reading it or listening to it, you can just exchange it for another credit. That's so weird. Yeah, but it only lasts for like a year. So I didn't realize. I've had Audible for a couple years and have definitely gotten books with my credits that I just like I'm not into. I just either don't like the voice of the person narrating it or the story's not grasping me. Yeah. And then they just sit there and like collect virtual dust. But you can exchange them up to a year. So I have a ton from like way early days that I can't do anything with. But now I know. I have like so many credits in Audible now. Interesting. For books that I n- didn't want to listen to. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. If you learn nothing from this podcast, because we don't really know what we're talking about today, it's that. You can exchange your book if you don't like it. So I was thinking, because you mentioned earlier, like, nostalgia, Mm -hmm. and, like, I just don't, I feel like I have a lot of stuff blocked because of trauma, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I don't have, like, a ton of nostalgia. Hmm. Like, I don't... Like, I'm more nostalgic about, like, more recent times than I am about, like, like my childhood. Adult life. Yeah. I think that's still nostalgia, even if it's, like, not too far removed from your life. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say, like, the, like, recently, um, so because of COVID, obviously, social distancing, like, a lot of holiday celebrations have been canceled or, like, just kind of changed. Mm -hmm. And so at the Del Mar, racetrack growing up they had like the holiday of lights Mm -hmm. and they canceled that permanently in 2012 Hmm. but they brought it back this year and so there's like a drive-through as like yeah so it's just you stay in your car you drive through there's lights and it's very cool and it brought back a lot of nostalgia for me because like my family used to do that every Christmas that's Mm -hmm. like one of the things we would do Mm -hmm. um and so I had a like it brought back a lot of memories for me like being in like our van and like driving through and stuff um so that was really cool um but that's pretty much all I can think of all examples I can think of right now my family we didn't go up to the Del Mar one but we did like to go like drive through neighborhoods that are well known for doing their holiday lights um and it's funny because my sister just texted me before we started recording and was like to our family group chat was like do you guys want to go see the lights next week (laughs) I was like yeah yeah I love doing that um 
So yeah, we're going to probably do that. But we, and that was something like my grandparents used to always come out and visit for mm-hmm. the holidays. Cause they were like snowbirds from Detroit. They would stay in, um, Arizona for the winter season. Mm-hmm. So they were closer and they would just drive out for the holidays. So we would always like load up the car, have hot chocolate and go drive to the same neighborhoods. And it was like such a thrilling experience for me when I was a kid, like yeah. to see it. And now it's definitely like, I can see this is more for the kids, but it's nice that my sister like still wants to keep it up, even though there's not any kids in our family anymore. Yeah. And our grandparents aren't around, but yeah. One of um, my loan officers, she was just on the news. Her neighborhood and her house specifically was on the news mm. because of her light display. What neighborhood are they in? Um, they're in El Cajon somewhere. I can are send they you like the video. Off but... of like Pepper Drive? Um, I don't think it was Pepper Drive, mm. but I know that I know that neighborhood that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, she, her, like her whole family was on the news talking about it or whatever. And it's, their house is one of those where like they do the lights to the music and stuff. I love that that's Very becoming cool. more popular. I yeah. think it's uh, definitely this year because a lot of like technicians who work in like theaters or for clubs or for concerts, mm-hmm. they like, that's their job is to orchestrate lights to music. And now they're like a lot of their jobs have been. Uh, eliminated due to COVID, um, at least temporarily, hopefully concerts and shows will come back, but, um, it's cool to see them like exercise their craft for holiday lights. I know. I want to ask her, like, does your husband do this? Cause she said they've done this ever since they lived there, which is like 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like, so does your husband do that Valley Ranch road? That sounds like it's probably more like Rancho San Diego probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that, I mean, I love looking at Christmas lights. Yeah. I just love everything about Christmas. I just found some more lights in our um, storage today when I was, I made a garland. (laughs) That was, I drove around and I wound up at Michael's. Um, Like not the one closest to our house either, like definitely La Mesa. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's where I was about today. Um, But uh, yeah, I want to put some more lights out in the front. I just haven't tested these to make sure they work yet. I, it's so weird. I know we mentioned, I told this before on the the podcast, but I've always kind of been a Grinch. I mean, as I was a kid, like, wasn't, I was excited about the holidays, definitely with like my grandparents involved, but then my parents split up and, you know, trauma happens. Mm -hmm. I just stopped enjoying the holidays as, and this is the first year that I've like, just kind of been like, I want to make things pretty. I want to have my own decor decorations yeah it's so interesting so <laughs> my work every month they do some sort of like um charity challenge for the whole company and you mm-hmm. can choose to participate in it and you can be as active or as you want to be essentially mm-hmm. and so there's been ones where like you walk a number of stairs like there's certain like donations that are associated with that mm-hmm. um and so this month is there's like an advent calendar where each day we log in and it tells us like a challenge and they're all pretty much holiday related. Mm-hmm. And so like that's actually triggered a lot of the nostalgia because one of them was like baking cookies um, and take a picture. One of them was look at Christmas lights and take a picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one today was like make a holiday playlist. Mm-hmm. And so like that's just like bringing back a lot of memories too because I just remember like 
being um, like a kid and like baking Christmas cookies with my family mm-hmm. and like there being like Christmas music in the background. Yeah. Um, and on Christmas Eve, we would always open up like one small present. Like there'd be like small presents for everybody like in the tree Mm. and you would find yours and you would open it and usually be like jewelry of some sort or something. We were allowed one present for the longest time on Christmas Eve and it was usually like my mom would know which one like and give it to us specifically because it was like Christmas pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We didn't continue that for very long though, but I did, I did like to buy people holiday pajamas while I worked at Old Navy Mm -hmm. because they're cute from there. Um, and if you're a tall lady like me, buy men's pajamas. Like, just do it. They're so much more comfortable for you. I'm just going to say that. Really? Yes. I've never heard that. I mean, because men are, like, averagely tall, so they make them longer. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know what it is about, like, they don't make long women's pajama pants. They just don't. That's true. And especially Old Navy doesn't. Because I've gotten so right? two pairs of sweatpants from them. And they look like ankle pants. Mm-hmm. Like They're so short. I don't there. understand. I don't know and I'm is. not even that tall. I'm average. Yeah. Even my sister, she's average too. I think she's like 5'6". Um, they're like, they barely touch the floor for her. And I'm like, why do they think that every like women are below 5'5"? Five five? Like, no. Oh my gosh. But my, all men are six foot. So, yeah. but, I mean, it works out for me because I am six foot. <laughs> um, and honestly, I don't, I like like gray and black. So, <laughs> I don't, I think it was like one of the last years because they always like wanted us to wear holiday jammies to work mm-hmm. on like certain days. And I was like, I hate this because they look terrible on me. Um, I think it was like the last year that I worked there. I was finally like, can I buy men's? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, thank God. And then it was life changing for me. Yeah. I only buy men's like lounge pants now. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I like that hot take. You're welcome. If you have learned nothing (laughs) from this episode. It's that you can trade in your (laughs) bottle for a credit. And if you're tall, buy men's lounge pants. (laughs) <laughs> hot takes today we're nothing if not informative I have so much advice to give life advice with ash that's the segment <laughs> kind of perfect timing timing wise like cosmically mm. right before we started recording i told you a friend reached out on instagram mm-hmm. that i hadn't really talked to in a really long time um and it just kind of basically was like, hey, if I never told you, or she didn't say if, she said, I never told you I'm sorry. Mm. Um, you know, I've been thinking a lot, reflecting a lot on her own situations. Growing up, I didn't understand, like, you or your home life, and I may have been too critical, but I understand now, and you were always that safe space for me and that Aww. person, and I don't think you even realize how much that meant to me. And, like, that just, like, brought me back. (laughs) That just brought me back to, like, my childhood. And, like, yes, it was not perfect. And there Mm -hmm. is trauma there Mm -hmm. that I've worked through because therapy, it works, (laughs) y'all. But it brought me back to, like, those memories of, you know, she lived two houses up from me. There was Mm -hmm. a lot of kids on our street. We would go out and play, you know, until the street lights came on and then we'd all go home. Um And so that just, like, kind of brought me back to that and, like, those good memories. So I'm Mm -hmm. nostalgic about that. Uh, It makes me sad to think about kids not being able to do that right now. Yeah. When I think about that. 
Um, it makes me feel like less grumpy when I hear like the kids in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, riding their scooters around and like screeching and playing. Sometimes tag I get really annoyed with them, but then I just kind of remember like I mean they're going through something that like we've never we didn't experience at their age, um, yeah. so let them play right now, like because I'm like that I was totally a kid like that, yeah, and I I took it for granted for sure the like the group of friends that I had totally saved me a lot yeah. a lot of days from my loneliness because I was my brother and sister were a lot older than me so they were off doing their own things yeah my mom worked sometimes three jobs yeah so I was alone a lot but I also had my friends yeah I was I mean I was an only child for all purposes because my siblings again they're a lot older. 12 and 14 years older than mm-hmm. me um so they weren't in the house really that I remember um and so yeah my friends were like the, your siblings they basically. were my siblings mm-hmm. and they, that that still stands to this day you know and so I don't know like her just reaching out to like to say that like We've talked off and on, like, on social media, you know, like, mm-hmm. very, like, polite, like, responses to stories, stuff like that. Right. But for her to just reach out like that, like, it just means a lot because I think as children, I mean, obviously, you don't understand the, the world. Yeah. You don't understand whatever, like, you aren't yet able to put yourself in other people's shoes mm-hmm. and to like try to work through what they're going through or mm-hmm. try to understand it in any capacity. Um, and I just think it's important to like, as adults recognize that. And, you know, she didn't have to reach out. Like there's no, I've never thought bad of her or anything like that. It's just like, we just lost touch. We, yeah, I moved out. Of, I moved out of the neighborhood. Um, but so it's just like, that was really sweet of her. And, it came out of nowhere and I just really appreciated that and I appreciate the memories that it brought up of you know I didn't realize at the same time that like what a big part I was playing in her life yeah and that's crazy because she was my best friend at the time mm-hmm. but I had no idea that there was other stuff going on absolutely so yeah I really enjoyed that I'm gonna text my childhood best friend after this yeah it's funny there's somebody that i is my friend i follow them on tiktok shared a story today that like involved that this person that i'm thinking about for my childhood best friend and it made me laugh so hard because like she wasn't trying to like disclose any information specifically about who she's sharing this story about and i was like i totally know who this is about was it a random person on tiktok or do you know the person no we're friends and we i follow her oh like just because I found she like shared one of her TikToks on her Instagram, so I went and I followed oh, her. Okay, um, I was like, "What are the chances that someone <laughs> random you follow on TikTok knows a friend that you had?" No, it's so funny. She was like, "Oh my god, I totally didn't think that you'd watch this." <laughs> I'm like, I know who this is about. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, so it's just there's been a lot of signs that I need to reach out to that person, especially driving through my old neighborhood today. Yeah. Too. Um, just to, just to see who, how they are and maybe, maybe tell them that they had a huge impact on me. Yeah. Let's just keep it going and spread all the positivity I yeah. think that we can right now. It definitely feels, the world feels pretty heavy. It's felt heavy, obviously, for pretty much this whole year. But uh, I don't think, I mean, 
And I don't know where you're tuning in from, listener, but in Southern California and San Diego, where we're from specifically, they put us back into a pretty strict lockdown and closed a lot of options that people were kind of using to have some sense of normalcy. And I'm not doing well with it because I was already pretty restrictive in when I used those options. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And I feel like I've pretty much been in my room since March. Um, And this week especially, I was just like, I can't, if we're like, we're going back into this and everybody's kind of making a big deal that we're back in it. But like, I don't think I left it really. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I have to keep doing this (laughs) for too much longer, uh, it's not going to be good. I'm not doing well with it. We'll just say that. So I know that I'm not alone in that. Um, And I don't know how we're going to get through it this time or this, you know, extended situation of it. Um, But we should definitely just keep reaching out to each other. I think maybe the Zoom thing is going to come back in. (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. It's good to just kind of remember the good times and and put yourself in a sense of nostalgia for when life was a little bit simpler, maybe. Yeah, and I think as millennials, nostalgia is very common for us. Mm -hmm. I feel like as a generation, we're already very nostalgic. Just because we couldn't even keep up with change at the time, we didn't even realize like the importance that some things would have. Well, like our generation is so, our generation is so unique because it's not like Gen Z where they've had the internet at their fingertips since they were born, but it's not like boomers who remember when the internet became a thing, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're kind of like right in the middle where it was popular, it was becoming a thing, but we still, you know, we didn't have Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. We didn't have cell phones besides the Nokia ones and you played Snake on them, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I just posted on my Instagram a memory from like 2009 where my Nokia finally died. I can't believe you had it until 2009. It wasn't like the OG (laughs) Nokia. I think it was like a a later generation Nokia. Okay. Um, But I definitely had it for probably like three years. (laughs) Well, because it was a brick. It literally could survive a nuclear war, I think. Yeah, and it finally died. I don't even know how or why it finally uh, decided to die on me, but I don't, and I don't even know what phone I had after that. Maybe a razor was after that. Mm. Uh, remember flip phones? Yeah. I remember I never had a razor. I always really wanted a razor, mm-hmm. but, um, the hot pink one to be specific. I had three razors. Oh my God. They were all hand-me-downs though from my brother and sister. And I think my mom too. I never had like a brand. I I still like haven't really got. I think this is my first like brand brand new phone. I mean, all millennials that I know, like we love our 90s playlist mm-hmm. and we love I love my emo playlist. Yeah, like we just love the things about growing up so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting because I don't feel like any other generations feel the same way yeah I try to like think like and I've asked my mom a few times like does she have things that she like gets nostalgic over and sometimes like songs will come on Mm -hmm. from like the late 70s and she'll be like oh this takes me back and like when we went to visit Michigan which is where she's from um and we were staying with like her high school best friend um who's like my godmother basically now um they they got super nostalgic from like high school and were like reminiscing about 
all the bad things that they did that like I guess they they felt that they couldn't really talk about in front of me and my siblings until now we're adults and we're literally sitting there getting shit faced with them (laughs) so they can tell us about all the drugs that they did in school um but yeah I've always tried to like ask my mom like what are some things that like make you feel nostalgic like take you back I think she did when we had like for the fashion sense of the time I think it was like the early 2000s when like bell bottoms really came back in Mm -hmm. and like paisley shirts and stuff she was like I was wearing these in high school yeah like that that's That's what my mom said about like the peasant shirts Mm -hmm. and things like that like she was just like that's what I was wearing when I was your age and I'm just like yeah right mom like but little did I know that trends literally come back around yeah I took um in college I took a fashion history I took it two semesters one was like from the like Mesopotamia to like the turn of the century, which was fascinating. But then the second semester You're was like, like, oh, that Mesopotamian is so chic. Look yeah. at her. We're like, well, we literally figured out like where pants came from and stuff. So it was really cool. Um, but that then, is so crazy to think about because <laughs> it was, they were both really fascinating classes. Well, like, I, so like you're now triggering memories of like, movies about like Egypt and stuff like that. I know that's not Mesopotamia. I know mm-hmm. it's a different place. But that was in the same semester. Yeah. <laughs> I was like same same area area. Yeah. But like Cleopatra wasn't wearing pants. Mm-mm. And none of the men were either. They were wearing like loincloths. Loincloths. Yeah, just like they I men know. wore like skirts and stuff. She just gestured. <laughs> what a loincloth. Loincloth. You know what I mean? Covers the bits. <laughs> Um, but my point was we took so the second semester fantastic professor Beth if you ever hear this you're a great professor I think she just retired too um so the second semester was like from 1900s to present time and uh we really did get to see that like fashion repeats itself about every 20 years um and it's crazy now that I'm older than 20 that I've actually seen the fashion repeat from my life yeah I really don't want we talked about this the other day if low-rise hip hugger jeans make a comeback I'm out yeah I will so glad that mom jeans are in style because they really are more comfortable I am too old for that I am too old for the low-rise hip hugger you can maybe see my thong like no gosh I and they were so uncomfortable I don't me. think I, I was never even allowed to wear them. Mm, I definitely had a lot. Because my dad would murder me. Mm. But like, I remember the first time I was allowed to wear jeans with holes in them. Mm. <laughs> and it was such Cause a... Because they, they were in style for a while and you probably asked for them several times. I did. Yeah. For like my birthday, for Christmas. And they're like, why would For back you... to school shopping. We, we fixed jeans that have holes in them. And then I remember I wore them one year to a family gathering was back when I couldn't opt out and mm-hmm. I had to go to them mm-hmm. um and my grandma looked at me and she was just like so did you get a discount for your jeans mm-hmm. and I was like what she's like did you get a discount for them I was like no why oh well because there's so much missing I thought that there would be a discount for them and I was just like yeah no I actually probably paid more for these yeah than distressed jeans like yeah. that was a trend that came in I mean, I think it came from, like, maybe the 70s and 80s, but... Yeah. It came back in, like, our later high school years. Yeah. Very interesting. 
Yeah. I had a lot. I mean, I wore a lot of really low jeans. My ass crack was hanging out all the time. Did you all ever purposely time. like show your thong? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I just think of the iconic Degrassi. You weren't really a Degrassi person. I was a Degrassi person. Oh, you person. were? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Manny uh-huh. walking down the hall in her low-rise <laughs> jeans and her whale tail is out. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. That was an iconic moment. She's on TikTok and she just that. braided yeah. that outfit. <laughs> iconic. She was an icon for sure. But so inappropriate. We should try to rewatch Degrassi. We should. I wonder what it's on. Do you remember <laughs> when we were watching stuff on TV and it was actually like cable, like I logged into somebody's cable account and we got stuck watching commercials uh-huh. and how frustrated we were each time. And I went on TikTok every time there was <laughs> a commercial. <laughs> it's like two minute commercial breaks and you're just on TikTok for two minutes. I know. Yeah. And the MTV uh, app that I'm watching Laguna Beach on, they have commercials too and it kind of sucks, but it's great TikTok time. <laughs> it's just like, that's very nostalgic for me too, because we, I haven't had cable in so long. Like cable itself is nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I yeah. pulled up the guide and you're like, what's a guide? <laughs> like- yeah. My mom definitely still has cable. So I watch it whenever I go to her house. Um, watch free on IMDb TV. IMDb TV? The yeah. hell did you just say to me? <laughs> yeah. IMDb TV. It's IMDb TV station. I didn't know that they had a streaming platform. They do. It's somehow connected through Amazon. Oh, nostalgia. Yeah. What, like, TV shows did you used to watch? Um, a lot of the same ones that I still watch. (laughs) Like Buffy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I definitely watched a lot of Buffy Charmed. Yeah, I watched Buffy. I watched Charmed. I didn't really watch Dawson's Creek like when it was on. Mm-hmm. I watched it after it ended. My sister was really into it when it was on and mm-hmm. she would like record it with a tape. Oh my god. We recorded a few things with a tape um during that time, but she would like if she wasn't gonna be home, she'd like tell me to record for her. Yeah. So I would watch it when she told me to record, but it was like a little bit too advanced for me at my age. Yeah. Uh when it was on. I did rewatch it though. It's a good show. Interesting. They it's- go through some stuff. It kind of reminds me of like I know what you did last summer. Dawson's Creek? Yeah. Not like because it's like horror or anything, but like just the time period. Yeah. And like the couples and stuff. I would rush home from school because I really wanted to watch um Passions, the soap opera. And it was on after Days of Our Lives, so I'd have to watch Days of Our Lives first, and then mm. I could watch um, Passions. And it, I mean, it's not around still, so it's not one of the best soap operas. <laughs> and there was, like, magic and, like, witches and stuff. It was very cool. I loved that soap opera. Um, did you watch The Real World? Um, I did. I... I don't remember what season I started or like what city they were in, but like I was hooked the minute I started watching it. Yeah. I think mine was like Back to New York was the one that I like finally. And I loved Road Rules and I loved Mm -hmm. when they would do real world versus Road Rules. I was sad like because they they like discontinued Road Rules, Mm -hmm. 
but kept the challenge. Yeah. So it was just a bunch of people who had just been sitting in a house and it's like, yeah, this is dumb because road rules actually had challenges. Yeah. And physical things that they had to do and the drama. Yeah. And the partying. Um, so I wish that they kept, well, I guess like the challenge just became what world rules yeah was. they were just using people from the real world yeah but it was still just all of them in a house doing <laughs> a challenge yeah. it wasn't road rule like yeah <laughs> i didn't understand why they canceled road rules at all but i liked it better than the real world most of the time i also really liked um party of five. Oh, i didn't really watch that oh you didn't Mm-mm. that's like when i like i had a really weird obsession with Neve Campbell <laughs> um and so I just really liked that whole story like it was just like their kids like mm-hmm. they're kind of all orphaned and mm. taking care of each other type of thing I don't like all the reboots and the remakes of like tv shows and yeah. movies I don't like it I don't it's overdone at this point and next time I hear anything's being rebooted I'm annoyed yeah I just I don't even want to participate in it because I, and I think it, I think it breaks down to I think it ruins the nostalgia that I have for the show mm-hmm. by them trying to make it newer and fresher and everything like that. Like, no, I come want, up with new stories. Yeah, I don't want you to redo it. I want the grainy, crappy footage, camera work. You know, mm-hmm. like um, <laughs> the soundtrack, the outfits, all yeah, of it. Uh, like, Joe and Joshua just sent me a message, a text, or like a link that they're rebooting true blood i'm like it's not even been off the air for that long yeah no and it doesn't need to be done it's rewatchable as it is right now like you don't need to touch it it's fine yeah just re-air it as if it's new (laughs) yeah it's like oh it was successful once so we're just gonna put it it was successful the first time because it was original (laughs) yeah it's like just because you put you know fresh new actors and you know better technology yeah with it doesn't mean that it's gonna be, be better yeah it's be gonna success the original yeah so i just don't like that i want to just keep things as they are this is why i do a lot of comfort viewing revisiting very old things from a simpler time like laguna beach puts you in a simpler place a simpler time True. not 2020 we're almost done it's almost yeah, done what is 2021 gonna be like we just have to think positive think that it's gonna be better we're gonna have a new president that's yeah. going to help a lot of things yeah um there is a vaccine on yeah the, the horizon uk started uh what's the word i'm looking for vaccinating <laughs> distributing the vaccine they did there Um, has been some adverse effects already which is not the greatest i don't know about the effects so there's been a couple um people who have bell's palsy so like they their their face goes numb Mm. after getting it but permanent they're trying um i don't know I know somebody who has it and it went away, but it was like random. And then there's been a warning that with one of them, because there's a couple of different like companies that are have the vaccines um, that mm-hmm. if they get approved. I don't know which company it was, but one of them, there was a warning that if you are someone who has like severe allergies, that mm-hmm. you should not take it. 
Hmm. So I just saw before we started recording a video of a girl who like her household somebody got COVID, so they were like, "Oh, we're we're probably gonna get it, even if we try to take precautions in the house." She got it, but like her, her reaction was like an allergic reaction. Weird. Like her entire face swelled up. She had like splotchy hives all over her face. Her eyes were almost completely swollen shut, and they were like, "You're just allergic to COVID." so freaking weird and that was like the only symptom that she had isn't that crazy that i don't know if this is true this is just a tiktok it like don't try to fact check me listener but yeah like it just it can't that's this kind of scary thing about like a vaccine coming out that they want to pretty much distribute worldwide mm-hmm. to get you know immunity or like hive um, immunity for is that there's just so many different strands of human makeup and dna that there, you can't possibly predict everybody's gonna be fine true which is scary but i'm still gonna take it yeah i'm like if 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 it gets to the point where i'm allowed to take it like Mm -hmm. everyone who needs it before i need it like if If it's available to me i'm gonna take it i'm definitely not refusing to take it that's that's for sure um joe posted something that really helped me with uh i've experienced some people attempting to gaslight me about the vaccine just thinking that they have a little bit more medical knowledge than I do which maybe they do but saying like vaccines are like trials are supposed to take several years to go through approval with FDA and blah 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 um but his his post was from someone who was like yeah that that makes me nervous too but here's the thing like um the technology that we have now in order to complete these trials and the accessibility of people who willingly volunteered for the trials like in the past vaccine trials it's really hard to get your test subjects for Mm -hmm. um so just like people were super ready and willing to make this happen as fast as they could and and the money was being thrown at them to make sure that this happened as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. so that our argument of like vaccine trials are supposed to take several years to become approved just doesn't make it's not valid for me yeah because the things that stand in your way that make the timeline last longer just simply aren't even a factor this time around well yeah (laughs) and it's just like the whole process has been expedited on all fronts right Mm -hmm. like from the companies creating the vaccine Mm -hmm. the companies distributing it the government putting together a plan Mm -hmm. like the like non-government parties like the fda and everything like that trying to get it approved like everyone's working as fast as they can and it's expedited for a reason like Mm -hmm. They're not saying this is like the normal process for For, like a vaccine. It's everywhere. Everyone that's talking about it is talking about how it's expedited. Another one of the talking points there was that a lot of vaccine trials are for super rare things that happen to people. You know, like then that's part of the problem with getting a good test subject group is that it doesn't affect it's not affecting everybody, whatever Mm -hmm. you're vaccinating for. So getting people who maybe already have it or could willingly contract it for the trial the thing is you can like covid is readily available (laughs) to anyone who needs to be like the testing there just the another factor in something that would hold up the timeline is that covid affects everybody Mm -hmm. um so getting like being able to test the side effects for it 
are so much easier because you can have it, you don't have to look for such rare yeah rare subjects. Well, and it's just like science and technology is so much more advanced. Mm-hmm. And just because the process did take years in the past doesn't mean it should continue if we have the ability to not take that long. Why would we hold up the advancement of technology? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it used to take months to get from point A to point B across the United States because you had to travel by train, Mm -hmm. you know? And then they invented planes. Great. Like, it's just like (laughs) science and technology is going to help us. Like, don't stand in the way. And like, if you don't believe in science, just get out you don't if you don't believe in science you don't get a vaccine go to your island yeah exactly if you don't believe in science then i hate to break it to you that like evolution is real and survival of the fittest is real so ultimately if there's something available that will make some people stronger and survive as Mm -hmm. a species then we will prevail yeah and unfortunately like if you're not going to do it then Chances are you won't prevail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, Hate to break it to you. Yeah. I just don't understand the whole not or being against the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like, why not just take the extra precaution? Why not? What's yeah. the worst that's going to happen? Like, yes, there are going to be adverse effects. There's adverse effects to everything. There are adverse effects to everything yeah. you put into your body. It's interesting because... A lot of the same people who are like, I'm not going to get a vaccine because it's only 94% effective and the virus is, you know, you have a 99% chance of beating it, right? Well, still, that 1% of not beating it is millions of lives. Yeah. But anyways, the same people that are like, I'm not going to get a vaccine are the same people like, the government can't tell me to shut down my business. I I agree. I don't think the government should be telling you to shut down your business, especially if they're not giving you any sort of financial assistance. Yeah. I think that's absolutely bullshit. So if you're staying open, if you have your own business, whatever, like I support you, like you should not have to shut down your business Mm -hmm. Uh, as long as you're taking proper precautions. Yeah. But the same people that are anti-vaccines are also like the government can't tell me what to do. Like I am tired of the shutdowns. Like I want everything to be reopened. You do realize that the more people that get the vaccine, the more likely we're going to get herd immunity at some point. Mm -hmm. And then we can go back to some sort of normal. Mm -hmm. We can reopen things. We can socialize in public. But without it, we're just, I mean, it's only a matter of time before the people who have already gotten it and beaten it can recontract it. Yeah. Without a vaccine, this isn't going away. Yeah. And everyone... (laughs) And more people will die. And it's very likely that everyone at some point will have it yeah if they have not already had it I get it I want to be able to do everything like normal and like they just shut down the zoo and Mm -hmm. one of my favorite breweries is shutting down permanently like it's it's hard and it sucks and I hate COVID (laughs) not (laughs) saying that I enjoy this time but like I have to do what's responsible And that means not seeing people that I'm used to seeing. That means not doing the things that I want to do all the time. It means that if there's a vaccine that's offered, I'm going to freaking do it because I want to be able to see those people again. Yeah. And I want to be able to do the things that I enjoy doing and like get the frick out of my house sometimes. Yeah. Like I've seen the same 
four people, five people for 10 months, basically, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's hard. It's very hard. But at the same time, like, no one's going to force you. But if you don't, then there's a chance that this virus isn't going anywhere. And where this just becomes a way bigger problem than it ever needed to be. Yeah. And like the thing that is so frustrating, and I just shared this video, in countries like Australia and New Zealand and even parts of the UK, Mm -hmm. they have it so under control and they have it regulated and they shut down when there's outbreaks that when they are able to reopen, people are walking around without masks on. Yeah, they're like people literally are at going, concerts. People are going back to their normal lives. Yeah. Like, I literally saw this video of this girl posted, and she's in um, outside of Mel- Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. And everyone's walking around without masks. Everything's fine. Like, there's cr- it's like a large crowd of people. Like, it's a busy, you know, business park area or something like that. Yeah. And I texted it to Haley, and I was like, this feels illegal. Like this looks illegal to me because it is technically like that can't happen here because everyone is fucking it up for us. Yeah. And we chose to exercise our free choice and free speech yeah. and, and just contradict for the the sake of contradicting and not for the sake of greater good yeah. and the survival of humanity. That's what really frustrates me is I think that people are just like, well, it's infringing on my rights for you to, to force me to do something. It's like not a matter of us forcing you to do it because as America, we won't, yeah. but like it's the right thing to do. Right. <laughs> so just do it. And yeah. it's like kind of sucks because I, th- I mean, other places like that, they had really strict, you know, you could be fined, you could, you know, like they're literally strictly enforced a lockdown and a curfew and like you're only leaving your home for grocery runs or supply runs. Yeah. And as America, we're not going to do that because that's not what we're quote unquote founded upon. Yeah. Um, And that's really frustrating and like such a dichotomy, I guess. It's like we're so proud to be free, quote unquote free, but we're now in prison longer yeah. because of it. Because people are literally like, you can't tell me what to do. Well, and because each state is allowed to make up their own rules, right? Yeah. So, like, there's been states that haven't had mask mandates this entire time. Yeah. There's states that have, and then they lifted them. Mm -hmm. There's been states that have been open, you know, since June. (laughs) And so, it is just very frustrating. And I think part of it is, like, when this all started and the lockdown started, is it was like two, we just need two weeks to slow the curve. Mm-hmm. That was their fault. They shouldn't have set the expectation as it's going to take two weeks, no. you know? So like, I understand that like when you say that and then it doesn't happen, the frustration on the people's part of being like, well, you said two weeks and it's been 10 months. Like I'm done listening to you, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just like, they shouldn't have said two weeks. They should have said until we slow the curve. Yeah. You know, and then it could have been handled a lot differently. It would be like a little bit more of a team front and not just like a, okay, well, this is temporary for this set deadline. Yeah. And then screw it. Well, because now this current one. Now we don't trust you. (laughs) Well, now this current one is only supposed to be 21 days. I'm like, what's that going to do? Like that literally ends right before Christmas and like everyone's still going to go see their families. Like, and it's just like, and I get it. Like see, spending time with the people, with your loved ones especially during the holidays yeah like I get it it's gonna people are still gonna do it and I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that I agree or disagree 
but it's just so frustrating because it's been 10 months of like wishy-washy it's like been so inconsistent it's definitely been inconsistent that none of us know what we're doing and we're we're exhausted yeah I'm exhausted (laughs) by thinking that I I mean I and also like just guilty because I know I slip up sometimes and like go see more people than I should we're we're all just exhausted I'm super fatigued of thinking that like I don't know when this is gonna end because we're not on the same page yeah um not even in our city are we on the same page so there's this post that Haley shared with me Mm. um because I've been like in regards to COVID and like the shutdown and stuff like I've been very um like going between like helpless like I feel helpless like there's nothing I can do yeah and then hopeless like there's nothing that anyone else can do Mm -hmm. um so I kind of go between both of those but I've been trying just because of like I can sense and feel the others around me are struggling a little bit more than me especially this week Mm -hmm. so I try to be more positive because (laughs) we can't all be negative and doom and gloomy we gotta sure we can (laughs) let me blast my emo playlist (laughs) Let me go in my room and do what I want, mom. Um, But she shared this post with me and it was, two things can exist at the same time. Mm -hmm. I want everyone to be safe and I feel so bad for small businesses. I am grateful that I get to work during the pandemic and Zoom fatigue is real. Mm -hmm. So real. (laughs) I do not want to spread or I do not want the virus to spread and I am so over being inside. I know it is safer at home and I miss going places and seeing people. I understand why we have to stay at, why we have stay at home orders and they annoy me so much. And that's all so true. Like I, this is not an or situation. This is not an us versus them. This is not me telling you that you're wrong for doing whatever you're doing. This is me just being like, both of these statements are true and can exist at the same time. It's so hard because everything is constantly changing. So it's like, Oh, like one day it was okay for me to be at the zoo and the Mm -hmm. next day I could get in trouble for going to the zoo, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like everything is constantly changing. So just trying to remember to like be kind to yourself and be kind to others and understand that everyone is just dealing with this in the best way that they freaking can. I just have a hard time thinking that that like where these people are supposedly claiming to be American and maybe religious in some ways, because let's face it, we are a Christian nation. Um, Where is your Christianity if you want to put other people in jeopardy and and cause more death? Sorry to go there with it because I don't, I mean, it triggers me to talk about religion. Like where, where is our humanity? We should be trying to save each other, protect each other. Yeah. And there's some people that just won't. Yeah. There were these two crazy ladies on TikTok they were getting interviewed by a guy in a mask. They were not wearing masks. They were also wearing Trump gear. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to them about COVID. And one of them goes, um, no, you can't get COVID because if you are vibrating at the right frequency. <laughs> and then her friend goes, yeah, I taught her that. Like, super proud. 
like, yeah, I taught her that. And then she's talking about how you can't get the virus. <laughs> you can't get the virus if you're vibrating at the right frequency and stuff like that. And the guy goes, oh, okay. And she goes, do you know that everything has a frequency? Everything vibrates in the world. Uh-huh. And you just, you know, if you are vibrating at the right frequency, like she just talk, keeps talking about vibrating at the right frequency. So when I got my negative test results, I texted Haley and I was like, that's not me vibrating at the right frequency. You can't know everything about it. I just think about what a year kids are going to, or like what it's going to be like for kids to learn about 2020. Oh my gosh, yeah, I can't wait either. I was thinking about that during like Black Lives Matter protests. It was like, this is history. This whole year has been history. Major history. It started with the Australia wildfires. Like mm-hmm. that was just 11 Actually, months ago. I'm going to correct you. It started with me getting a concussion. So <laughs> that needs to be in every textbook. I am what started 2020. It's all Ashley's it's fault. All you heard fault. it here it first. It threw off my vibrational frequency <laughs> and the whole world went to shit. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Oh, no, I saw one earlier on TikTok, of course. Drink every time we say TikTok. I'm just going to say like that would be fun as a listener. Um, I saw a TikTok that was from like the Super Bowl um, show this year with uh, Shakira. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were like, she... She, like, awakened something when she did, like, the <laughs> to the camera. They're, like, she woke something up and everything went to shit after that. Because, really, like, Super Bowl was the last time there was mass gatherings, pretty much. Yeah. I don't even think I watched Super Bowl this year. I watched it because my sister... I didn't even realize there... Like, my brain said there was no Super Bowl there this year. There was a Super Bowl this year. It was in February. This is so crazy. This year is very confusing. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's already December, the fact that it's almost the middle of December, I just can't handle the way that time has worked this year. Me neither. Not at all. But like I said, it's going to be over soon. (laughs) And all we can Over, but like starting something else, you know, like we don't know if it's going to get better or worse. I keep joking. I don't think people really like this joke. I've said it like three times in different like work chats. Mm. I keep joking about how at midnight on New Year's Eve, the clock's going to go from 1159 to 1160. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. We just keep adding on. If that happens, you heard it here first and my FBI agent has probably already murdered me. Panicking. Um. Um, for sure. Gosh, what are we going to do for New Year's, though? Like, cry? <laughs> it's going to be an emotional one, I think, for sure. Yeah, I watch, like, a year in review TikTok. There's another drink listener. <laughs> um, and it, like, started out, like, with cheersing at last New Year's. Mm. And it was just, like, it's crazy to think about because I think for a lot of people, like, I really felt like 2020 was going to be my year. <laughs> you know like I just remember thinking like this 2020 is, is gonna be such a good year no I'm, I didn't oh my god I was in such a different mental state hmm. I was I mean my new year's did not go well <laughs> I mean I wasn't with you I just know that you had a concussion and then you weren't home mm-hmm. when I got home yeah my mom took care of me <laughs> My career was completely different. I was all consumed by that career at that point. Yeah. 
that I couldn't even see beyond it. I didn't know what that year was going to be like. And it was really weird for me because 2019 was the first year in a long time that I didn't travel mm-hmm. anywhere because of the job. I was like, there's no way I can leave my team at all. Yeah. Um, even when I left to Utah for a week, I worked more than I would have if I was in the office. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's how toxic it was. Um, so to be free from that... I think 2021 can be has the potential to be a better year, but I also kind of just feel like I'm in limbo still. I feel like I'm we're all just kind of waiting to see. It's like I don't want to commit to another career yet, really. Yeah, that's the scary part is thinking about the stability of the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, not really excited to see how that goes for all of us, especially in the industry that we work in. Yeah, I mean. There's a lot of protection in the industry that didn't exist the last time, last time. That we saw this happening. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, there's a lot of protection in this in everything now. Um, so I'm not super concerned. I'd actually be more concerned if I was on the last team that I was on, mm-hmm. because when you're the highest paid person on the team, you're usually the you're, first to you're go. gonna be the first to go. Yeah. That's so okay. I'm, this is the only time that I am excited to not be. Oh, okay. Should we say goodbye now? <laughs> she has an accent now. Uh, yeah, definitely because I've been watching just Nordic people. I've picked up a little weird, like the way that they move their mouths is a little bit different. Don't you think? I don't, I can't say that. I've I'll show you, seen. I'll show you, I'll send you a soothing video that she can fall asleep to today. Her episodes are like 30 minutes. So well done. Um, this will be interesting if this is the end of... Should we do two outros? <laughs> this is pure chaos. Oh my gosh. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why can't I do an outro tonight? Why can't we say goodbye? Because we don't Never know. Never right time to say goodbye. That's Chris Brown. Oh. he's only canceled by me no one else on the planet um so long farewell to you my friends goodbye for now until we meet again it's been great dragon tails in the box and now it's time to say goodbye that sounds like dragon tails. It was, was out that? of the box. <laughs> what? You didn't watch out of the box? Out, out of the box. Is that what it is? Out, out of the of box. box. Yeah. <laughs> singing different songs. No. That's how it goes. Oh, I do remember this guy. Why did I think it was dragon tails? Dragon tails, dragon tails. Let's all go dragon land. Come I don't know the rest of it. Come on, friend. Earlier, I was trying to sing the song from Sound of Music. So long. Farewell. Alveeter, say goodbye. I was like, where's it? That came out of the recesses of my brain. And then you sang Out of the Box. <laughs> okay, so that'll be two outros. <laughs> Yeah, it's a million degrees in here now. Um, Okay, bye. (laughs) Peace out.